Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek and I podcast. My name is John. On this week's episode, we are talking episode three of Star Trek Picard. Special guest in studio, fresh, fresh from, from sailing yonder. How you doing, Bill? How, welcome, welcome back to Earth. Live long and prosper. <laughs> Thanks. So if back. you were here, uh, the first uh, episode, we found out that Bill was going on the Star Trek cruise. And uh, he had just disembarked. Now, what do they call the uh, what do they call the ship that it was on? Do they do they give it a special designation? I wish they did, but they did not. It's it was still uh, navigator of the seas, but no <laughs> registry or no. They didn't do a registry or, or designation. No, that's that's cheesy. I guess I don't I know. know. But on, but but on and, their picture, they did do the the cruise ship, and they put some nacelles on on the ship. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. That's pretty yeah. neat. So tell us, tell us about uh, going on the Star Trek cruise. What is that? What is that like? And how does that? Uh, how does that make you feel about a regular cruise from now on? Oh, I was just talking about that with my wife. A regular cruise compared to a Star Trek theme cruise is really boring now. Um, so <laughs> on a Star Trek cruise, you're there with all the like-minded people who love Star Trek, and it's like a huge community and you're always talking Star Trek 24 seven um, from, from the time you get in, check in, everything's all decked out in Star Trek. So whether it's your original series, deep space nine Voyager, it's, it's all over the ship. And at night in your stateroom, there are at least eight dedicated TV stations showing every single Star Trek episode on all the series. Nice. So you, you can never get tired of Star Trek because like, oh, it's the animated series. Oh, it's Lower Decks. Oh, it's Discovery. And you're just flipping through. And that's on in in cabin or like just all, like you go to this, this bar is uh, Deep Space Nine and then this food court is Voyager. Yeah. Something like that, but in your room, you're you're just shown a lot of Star Trek, whether it's the movies, the series, and each day, each night, they'll have a a movie playing out on on the pool deck. So, like the Wrath of Khan might be playing, or J.J. Abrams Star Trek, uh, or the motion picture. We were out there for the motion picture because <laughs> it wasn't freezing, and we were just <laughs> all bundled up watching it from outside. But it's kind of cool. So now, highly recommend. Highly recommend. So this is my second Star Trek cruise. Uh, it was a makeover that from 2020 that we had booked for 2021. And because of the whole COVID situation, we said we'll pass. And then they rescheduled us to this year, 2023. Well, Bill, I want to ask you a quick question before we get off this topic. Because I was very interested in seeing your pictures of that, like it was like a bar restaurant. 
can you tell us a little bit about that? Do you remember those pictures? Um, it has some funky stuff going on. <laughs> uh, so they, they, they had one, one place called the Tiki Room, and they had giant tikis of all the different, uh, like a Gorn or Captain Kirk or mm-hmm. Mr. Spock. And they had, like, you know, just drinks that were specific to uh, Star Trek that you could get. It was kind of cool. Now, was there, there, was, was there, was, there one? There was somewhere you were eating, though. You were eating stuff. Like, I think seafood. Oh. Oh, I don't know. The picture looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. There so you go. The, the, uh, the, the original cruise restaurant was called Hook. But they changed the theme to Salties because the salt monster or salt vampire from the original series, <laughs> I think it was called the M113 creature. So they, they made it so that the creature opened up her own re- uh, seafood restaurant and had pictures <laughs> all over the all over the restaurant of her. That was cool, man. <laughs> now, cool. Did, did they have uh, cosplayers uh, dressed as Morn sitting at every... Every bar in the uh, in the ship. Not this time. I I personally did not see uh, more. They had a bar, <laughs> an Irish bu- a pub, was converted into O Tribbles. Ah, nice. Yeah, but it was an Irish pub, and they called it O Tribbles, and they just had a lot of parties and themes going on and singers, just like you would expect <laughs> in an Irish pub. Any uh, any celebs any celebrity run-ins while you were on board? Uh, you could not. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of run-ins, um, so you'd always bump into them in in the in elevator on deck. Uh, I was lounging on the poolside in my banana shirt outfit, and John Delancey came up and said, <laughs> "That is the perfect look for this cruise." And they're, everyone's very nice. Uh, they're very cordial. They ask where you're from sometimes and, and stuff like that. Now, your Facebook feed is is just littered with uh, birthday messages to folks you've met, I guess, at uh, conventions and things like this. Yeah. Uh, any Anybody on here that you are super excited to get a picture with did they allow pictures and stuff like that uh so you have to purchase you, you can purchase uh photos and autographs just like a regular convention um but i wanted to get three photos with uh one was marina Surtis, uh robert picardo and armin shimmerman because i actually act, did my first acting role with armin shimmerman so i and it's called the assassin's apprentice so i, I had to get a really nice photo with my assassin shirt with the three of them. Nice. Did he remember you? He kind of was apprentice. That's cool. That's yeah. That's very cool. Now, when did you get to see uh, episode three? So I would say it was uh, the night before. Uh, you know what? Since we were in Mexico, I guess it's like th- three hours forward. So it was eleven thirty in uh, Puerto Vallarta, which would be, I guess, East Coast the same time. So we got to see it um, Tuesday night. Yeah, because 
Because here it doesn't, uh, in Texas, it doesn't air until Thursday, 3 a.m. Right? I think it's 3 a.m. it comes on. Okay. Here in Texas. So in Mexico, you got to it see it first. Just a little bit early. <laughs> now, what did you think? Let's do, oh a, let's do a quick rundown, a non-spoiler rundown. What did you think of the episode? What are the what were the uh, the reactions on board? A lot of oohs and ahs whenever they saw a new character show up, like M Marina Sirtis. Um, a lot of angst. So if you if you saw episode one and two, there's a lot of dislike for Captain Shaw. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why. Really, he's. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but he's my favorite. He is my favorite too. And this was his first Star Trek uh, convention. Was it was at the cruise? So he was, he was on the cruise. He was on the cruise. He was like the oh, last wow. invitee. That's cool. He, That's and pretty he's neat. Like the nicest guy, and he's he's done other movies uh, and shows. I, I I can't remember what, but he did talk about them, and he got to know. Uh, Frakes, Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes, and I think with that relationship, helped him get into Star Trek, Picard. Because this this episode of uh, this episode three, he is, I just think he's so cool. He just takes over this episode whenever he's on screen. I think he's the perfect captain. I would love to see him uh, when uh, when Discovery goes bye bye next season. I'd like to see uh, a Titan show. And, and with, a note uh, about that, that was a big surprise because like Doug Jones, who was on the ship, I think got noticed like two hours before the public got the notification that, you know, the last season's next year. They all got notification on the boat. Like I think a Zoom call or something. Wow. Wow. Surprise. I know, surprise. Don't bother oh coming God. back. Is now is I wonder if that's season five is uh finished filming yet. I don't know. We'll have to look I, that I, up. Do you know? Yeah. I think one of my friends, he is one of the crew members in, in Canada, and he was saying that they've shot most of it and they're doing post production stuff now. That's what he hmm. was saying. I might have but to watch I think it. Jeff Austin's what shock. Yeah. Oh, I bet when you find out you're losing a job when you're out at sea. <laughs> <laughs> out at sea, yeah. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> Jeff, what did you think of the episode? Man, the more I start watching it, I thought episode one was excellent. Two was getting me there. And three, oh man, I still love the Rathacon vibe that's given. So, yeah, man, I really digged it. Watch this one it, twice again. It's so yeah, much I've, action each time. I've gotten this one. I'm uh, I've, stuff. I've, I've, done, I've done this one three times. This was a good episode. Wow. Yeah, I really like this one. And, you know, it seems like this is a, a, a Jonathan Frakes directed one. So, I mean, he, he hits it out of the park whenever he's behind the camera. So, um with that being said, let's uh, let's go into a breakdown and 
and get you guys' thoughts on the actual episode. And uh, just so you know, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going into spoilers, possibly. If you haven't seen it, now's your chance. So head on down to Quark's bar if you haven't seen the episode. And uh, let's uh, I like let's, that. I like let's that go dive in. Alert. That was cool. cool. Let's go. Let's go dive in. And uh, so opens up like uh, you know the last two with the uh, really cool Picard logo. And uh, the Trek music followed by the little, what is it? The little, I guess the flutes of uh, the Picard series, the little flutes he's got there. And then this one is called 17 Seconds. And you're just wondering why. why this one was 17 seconds and did you have any ideas why it might be, or did you think, Hey, this is, this has to do with some kind of countdown or a timer or. I thought it was like a, a timer, like, Oh my gosh, some bomb is going to go off, but not even close. I, I got fast and furious vibes from it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about that quarter mile. And I thought, Maybe the 70 seconds might resemble something going out of the ship and how yeah. fast it needs to go. So it starts off with the uh, with the title card that says before. So last week was two weeks earlier, right? Two weeks earlier. And then this one is just before. So you don't know. I guess it's just before what? And then we see, uh, I guess, what is that? Uh, is that San Francisco? You recognize any modern. of those buildings? No, it, it kind of looks like San Francisco. I guess that's where no, it's It looks like we have Avengers Tower over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be like the... Uh, what's Wrong the franchise. Salesforce.com Tower or something. Yeah, but that looks like, I guess it could be uh, San Francisco, right? So we hop into the bar. Was, right? uh, the bar scene. Love the bar scene. Yeah, this was this was really cool. And uh, they're talking to one another. And uh, Picard, I guess, is congratulating Riker on the birth of his son. Yeah. And then is this where... This is where he says. Uh, and I wonder how they did the CGI to make their faces look younger. <laughs> I do like I do like when the uh, de-aging actually does a good job. So is Riker's kid's name is Thaddeus. Any idea yeah. who Thaddeus is? No. Is, is it Picard's middle name, maybe? I don't know. Isn't that Riker's middle name? Oh, it's Riker's. Oh, 
William T. Google. Riker. Oh, maybe. Yeah, where's where's Debbie when we need our Googler? <laughs> but I think that might us, be. Man. Yeah, I think that might be. Uh, I think that might be Riker's middle name. I'm, I'm googling it right now. It is a T, but it, it's not saying what what the T stands for. Oh, William Thomas Riker it says. Oh, Thomas, that's right. Right, because he so also had that middle name. He had the uh, the other Thomas Riker from when he had that transporter accident and split in two. Yeah. And he was Thomas. So, okay. So what was uh, Picard's middle name, though? Did they ever mention uh, it was just Jean-Luc? That's all they ever uh, said, Jean-Luc. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think they've ever mentioned... A middle name for. Oh, there's notes here on the Wikipedia about uh, Thaddeus Troy Riker. Hmm. It says soldier in the Union Army during the Civil War. Hmm. Hmm. What does he go back in time? New York, New York Infantry. Thaddeus oh, Riker. Thaddeus Riker. Riker. Interesting. So there's a future Thaddeus you're talking about, right? It appears so when I click on the uh, the link here. Okay. I don't know how, how truthful this is, but that's what I have <laughs> on the Wikipedia, on the Star Trek Wikipedia. Oh, uh, people put anything in there. Yeah. <laughs> His favorite really drink. Know. His favorite dessert is Jello. Yeah, it's like it could just be anything. So uh, Picard says uh, your son is in capable hands. Uh, and then he he pulls a joke and says the loving, capable hands, and he's Riker's like, oh, that's so sweet, and he goes of his mother. So he, he actually he actually pulls the carpet out from under him and and uh, gives gives credit to Deanna. So apparently during the during the birth there was uh, a little issue going on, and uh, he says, uh, "I got a call from sick bay. You better get down here." And he jumps in the. The turbo lift, and here's the title. It took 17 seconds to get down there, and he says it was the longest 17 seconds of his life to go see his unborn son. And then he tells him, you'd burn the world just to save them, which... The first time I heard that, I, I kind of thought that was going to be something towards the end where uh, Jack is in trouble and Picard's going to just pull out all the stops and, you know, like we're going to ram the, uh, the, what is it, the Shrike? The Shrike. Ram, ramming speed. And just and just wipe it out, 
Let's kill everybody on board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the yeah, just is burn the world. Awesome ship, though. So then uh, he's like, uh, I hope one day you have that feeling too. And I guess, I mean, kind of alluding that, you know, yeah, we know he's who he is, right? We know, mm -hmm. we do know that he finally gets a kid. And uh, we flash it, to present day. It just day. seems like Picard doesn't, doesn't know that he's a, he has a kid, right? It just seems like he's oblivious that... Well, that was before. Be his kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know. But he has no idea. He does know. It's kind of like Riker Jeff. seems to kind of know. <laughs> Do you think Riker knows? Do you think... It seems like... Yeah, because he makes that statement and it's coming up where he goes, come on, take, you know, look at him or something like that. That would be something if uh, Crusher was chit-chatty with Deanna and they all kept it a secret. <laughs> That'd be funny. You know, nobody knew. And uh, they, well, everybody knew except for Picard. That would be, that'd be a pretty cool <laughs> twist. Don't tell him. Yeah, keep it quiet. <laughs> So we flash, uh, we flash back to present day. They're in the nebula, and uh, they're hiding from uh, Vatic and the Shrike. And then, if there isn't a more, this is the bad guy camera angle than this. I don't know. I don't know if there ever was one. You know, it's like you you saw the you saw the camera angle, and you're just like. Dude, that's the bad guy. Because, because he's isn't this the guy that uh, from the first episode where they're walking in the hallway and he kind of gives the the side eye to Picard yes. and Riker. Mm -hmm. So I knew I knew then that this could have been a bad guy, but now this is like okay, we know who you are. So they're they're on. They're on watch. They're all looking out the windows because sensors don't work. Go which look is kind of cool. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, which is Go I guess a good. <laughs> it's a good reason to have windows, right? Yep. And there he is, the greatest captain in Star Trek history. <laughs> Star Trek's biggest asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he told a good story. About, Let's hear about it. His, you want to hear it? Okay. Oh yeah. So he said, you know, now if I if so the the issue was if you came onto my ship and I acted the way I did, you you you'd be pissed. But what if two people walked onto the Enterprise D to, and said, "I need your ship, and we're gonna do we're gonna go to this part of the galaxy and then come back." Would you believe them? Wouldn't Picard do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that you don't like him because you know he's getting in the way of our heroes. Yeah. <laughs> so. So they're looking I think that, for that, uh, that, that dinner scene really set the tone. 
yeah. of how people were, were not going to like him. Right. Yeah, it's a good setup, a good character setup, good character setup and uh, very well, very well done to make you not like this guy from the beginning. And Todd was saying, you know, my character is like like an onion. You got to keep peeling each of the different layers to get to the true me. So that that was kind of cool. Well, see that the the problem I have with the onion analogy on everything is, yeah, you peel back the onion, but it stinks all the way through. <laughs> so, oh man, you know it's like it's. A it's still a stinky onion, even at the at the core, and it makes you cry. So, <laughs> so they're picking up these like electrical and biological signatures, and they they don't get into what this is. Uh, in this episode, what do you what do you do you think this is like a living nebula or is it? Uh, Remember that, um, what episode was that of the next gen with the, uh, the nebula had like the dog face? Yeah. I must have missed that one. I'm thinking well, something Apparently you cool. missed them all. Yeah. Well, I was not big next gen guy, but I did catch a few here. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm lying to you. I watched the ones where the old cast members came back just to see what it was like. I think uh yeah, Force Kelly was there the first was, one. Well that was the uh the pilot episode that DeForest Kelly was in. Yeah. Okay, that's probably why I watched it. I still think that thing looks like a jellyfish, but that's just me. Which you know, I was <laughs> thinking it was like McCoy when they went into the that nebula, but it was like an amoeba. Like a creature. Right. Oh, okay. So that's what I was thinking when this scene came up. As we go deeper, so it's more. So it's not really a nebula, but it's more like a, a living life form. Yeah, that they're in. Yeah, kind of like V'ger, kind of like V'ger, right? Yeah. And I was intrigued with the the uh, character, the science officer, the bald, yeah, Vulcan, yeah, female. Yeah, yeah. it reminded me of her. Was Deltian, right? Yeah, yeah, Delton. Uh, yeah, the Delton. Delton. Yeah, yeah. So then we cut to uh, Seven of Nine's room where she is uh, under basically house arrest for insubordination, confined to quarters. And uh, uh, LaForge uh, is relieved of duty uh, to go get some rest. And she kind of makes a uh what do you call that a, a detour yeah uh, to to uh seven's uh room to have a little chit chat and just to say uh you know there are uh you know sometimes people don't are, are hard to it's hard to make friends but when they do you know, they're friends for life, and that's why uh, she could understand why Seven of Nine did what she did when she let Picard and Riker take over the 
take over the ship and take take the shuttle out. Now let me ask you guys this: right before that, she was working on something. Do you know what that was? Oh, like she was tinkering with something, right? A, a, a another device. Yeah, I was figuring she yeah. was trying to break out. Well, maybe. But I mean, you just open the door, right? And punch the guy. <laughs> that would be a seven thing to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like her. So then we go down to uh, Sick Bay, and Beverly is helping somebody who has some cracked ribs. And, you know, I remember when trills were kind of cute and uh and nice but apparently this one's got a uh a, a little a little nastiness inside her gut because she just uh little she attitude. just little attitude towards beverly and if you know you know you're i don't know you you don't you don't diss beverly crusher you know, because like everybody, everybody that says everything about every other, oh, you're a legend. So, what did she say? It's like, for her too. She says something like, uh, I don't have time to teach or get you caught up after 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Right. It, it would take me longer to tell you how it's changed over 20 years than actually <laughs> do it myself. Like I was telling a friend of mine, this Star Trek's not your father's Star Trek. This is more yeah. in-your-face Star Trek. Well, I noticed this doctor's kind of like Robert Picardo's doctor on Voyager. A little attitude. You're right. Right? So then uh, we have Picard and Riker come down into uh, Sick Bay, and uh, they confront... Confront Beverly. Man, I can feel the tension over the TV. <laughs> oh yeah, that he has that great look. Oh my gosh, that the the stare, the glance, face. That was classic. Oh, awesome! <laughs> I was like, uh oh, <laughs> someone's getting a whooping. <laughs> well, then then she whips him, right? So she doesn't hold back. She's like. Uh, you remember our shore leave on uh, Kas Kasperia Prime? And then you just hear, bow, chicka, wow, wow. So apparently it was a good shore leave. Where's that but, episode? Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's that before? I want to see, like, before. And then they go down to the... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're on the beach. <clears throat> so Picard's like, uh, I didn't know I wouldn't see you again. <clears throat> so now you can do her five voice. times. Apparently yeah. five times they, they, <laughs> uh, they broke up. And she wanted to tell, and I think this was a great speech, 
that she gave because she wanted to tell uh, Picard about the kid. And she had reservations because of, like she says, of, of, you know, I wanted him to know who you are. I wanted him to know you, but, you know, you could always uh, take care of yourself. But I didn't know if I could, you know, if he retired, he would, Jack would still be the son of Jean-Luc. And I guess, I guess it kind of goes back to that whole Spider-Man thing where, you know, he can't be with Mary Jane or have a relationship with anybody because they'll always be the target. Even if Spider-Man isn't Spider-Man anymore, it'll, there's somebody will always want to target their loved ones. Yeah. Well, this is a throwback to like Star Trek two again, where Dr. Marcus was telling Kirk now it's yeah. That's, that's where I got that feeling from. Like, Oh, here we go. I had the the same feeling. That was that whole David thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't want him going off and being like you or, but it was a different version, a different take on it. Right. Just a little, little tweaked a little bit in a, in a different direction instead of being, you know, she wanted him in her life. Whereas Beverly was like, I can't protect him. If he, if people know who you are and who he is, I can't, I don't know if I can protect him from the people who are after you also. Because uh, she mentions there's always a, an attempt on his life and, uh, you know, and then she just throws it in his face and says, you know, you always told me you didn't want a family. Yeah. I, I think this scene made me start to like Jack a little more. Yeah. Right? I, I just thought, oh my gosh, this is why he's all pissed off. This is why he has the attitude. Because <laughs> he hasn't seen his dad. Which is kind of like David in Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. And John gets his uh, question answered in the scene, too. Yeah, I get a little... Uh... I get a little throwaway line that I still don't buy it. Uh, they must have. They, that was. I think they went in and re-edited it after they watched this show and said, "You know, he's right." But let's throw it. Let's let's re-edit it so he can understand what's happening. So thanks, Just Paramount. For thanks for thanks for fixing it for me. Yeah. Because I know that's what happened. I know they watched the six people that watched the episode last week. One of them had to have be from Paramount, Paramount Pictures. Right. So, yeah. Bill was probably so they, giving clues on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's like, he's got a target on your back. And now we cut to the hallway with uh, I like that Michael. look. That was an awesome smirk. I love that look. With uh, Riker and Jack having a little chit chat. <laughs> and this guy does look he does look familiar. Is this I where can't, they, I he can't. explains his uh where he got the accent? Oh no no, that was in the dialogue that with that was before. Right. Remember, that, remember no, that's him, 
that's coming up. That's coming up in the next batch from Sick Bay. Oh, I got but myself. He looks like he looks so familiar in this. Oh, you know, I'm thinking he looks like the Mentalist. Yes, that's what it is. I that. think he he's, he's he looks look. like yeah. uh, Patrick Jane from the Mentalist. Yeah, even there he looks like Patrick Jane. Yeah, but uh, you know he says he's not dead. The bigger the legend, the more disappointing the reality. So, I mean, he—I guess he really doesn't care who who Picard is. But he's aware that's his father. So, well, I think I think, I think something they, happened that we missed. Do, you, do well? It goes back to: Do you think that Beverly told everybody? Well, oh. one ship. I'm pretty sure it's going to get around. <laughs> Beverly told Jack that, hey, do you want to go visit your father, uh, Picard? And he didn't want to. Right. Oh, does that see? That's episode two, right? No, no. That was this episode, I think. That was oh, this, this episode. episode. I think it was in Sick Bay. Yeah, I think it's. Uh... Oh. oh yeah, and I this, saw this, yeah, this twice. Season. Damn. Yeah. And they go back, to, you know, now. Picard's, uh, you know, kind of, what is it? Uh, he's like, all right, I'm not going to win this argument. So let's get back on task and uh, figure out what what we're up against. So he asks, you know, what did, what did you mean by trust no one? And when we originally thought of the trust no one, you know, it was kind of like a uh, a throwback to that uh, episode that we were all talking about the first first time the conspiracy mm -hmm. trust no one <laughs> so he's now upset that he's placed this crew in uh, unnecessary danger And uh, he's like, uh, you know, they go outside and it's like, we can't, we can't, uh, the relationship won't be fixed because Beverly says that, you know, I told him that uh, I wanted, you know, you could go meet him. And Jack was like, no, and uh, had no interest in, in meeting Picard. So then we cut back outside and the the Shrike has once again found and everybody's like how the hell did she find us? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that uh, the Titan is right where it should be. Now I thought this was kind of a, a nod to I don't know, maybe seeing something from the future, but it, apparently it's just a a signature. It's kind of like uh, what Uhura did in Star Trek Six. You know, the thing's got to have a tailpipe. Yeah. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they launch an attack, and Shaw goes down, and he is—he's got a gash in his in his forehead, and he's spitting up blood. So he's like, "You're gonna get us out of this," and he's gonna. Transfer command to Riker, which I thought was pretty was pretty neat. Gives Riker full seen, command. I've never seen that done in any other Star Trek episode, where you're you transfer command at the in moment the middle of battle. battle. Yeah. yeah, first time I think. Right, because usually it would fall down. It would fall back on the first officer, but she's locked up for insubordination. Yep. And he is a captain, so I don't I don't know if it if it instead of instead of it going down to the first officer, kind of jumps sideways to the next available because those in uh, uh, Khan, Spock says uh, if we are just on a training cruise, then I am uh, supposed to take command. Take you know, take you know, command the starship. But if we are going to go on an actual mission, you being the ranking officer takes command, and that's how it got to Admiral Kirk in Star Trek II. He transferred command from him to to Admiral Kirk, and I guess because first officer is. Incapacitated, it's now falls to Riker. Besides, he's not gonna give it to Picard anyway. <laughs> but you know what? Couldn't Picard, as Admiral, have executed his right to take command of the ship? That's what I was thinking. But then maybe he has to give that command because he's a sound well, mind. If he's a sound mind, because I thought that had something to play with it too, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe because he's retired. He's not yes. Oh. Yeah, he's not active. He's 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 retired. He's not a, you know, on duty admiral. Yeah. So this was uh, this <laughs> like was a that. pretty cool. This was a pretty cool maneuver here. They fire a single torpedo, and then blow up the torpedo with a phaser, and apparently makes some kind of concussion that it's blows everything that blows everything uh yeah. some like a con concussion grenade yeah Distracted. which was which was pretty neat and, and 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 it's executed by picard yeah yeah he doesn't even wait to for riker to you know tell us what what it's actually gonna do he just says let's do it if <laughs> He's like, okay, when I say fire the torpedo there, he's like, it's already out there. We just fired it, so. <laughs> Which is well, so there's our fat okay. There. Really? Just, uh, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, beaming aboard the, uh, the ship, <laughs> we, have, uh, we have Debbie. Welcome aboard. What were you doing? Watching The Mandalorian? No, I watched that three times already. Now, our power 
went out like twice and uh, then I was trying to get my computer up and then it decided it wanted to do an update and then my camera wasn't working. So I apologize. Let me, let me guess. Do you have a windows computer? Uh, yes, I do. Wow. Surprising that it decides to take over your life, isn't it? <laughs> After and, and after Debbie, last week, a red shirt. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> so after after last week and the problems I had, I wiped this sucker clean. I did a fresh install, and I can't even control the mouse now. It is so fast; it is unbelievable. <laughs> I, I need a new pair of glasses just to see the mouse going back and forth on the screen. It's so fast. So, Deb, we are up to the uh, the the first battle sequence where uh, Riker shoots the uh, photon torpedo and then uh, follows it up with a phaser. He's just assumed command mm. from uh, okay. Shaw after Shaw got uh, his head knocked open. So... Quick, uh, quick review. What did you think of the episode? I liked it. It went <clears throat> in a direction I wasn't expecting because we had our theories uh, last week, and that turned out to be Podu. So, <laughs> <laughs> wrong franchise. It was a nice surprise. I'm not mad about it. I'm just, you know, I was pretty sure we were going in the right direction and then you know we got blasted by photon po torpedo so yeah <laughs> so Picard wants to be called number one and then uh, we cut back to uh, she's taking a nap after being rescued what's her name again Rocky uh, what is She's it? She's coming down, man. She's coming down off that eye stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In the eye. <laughs> yeah. Did they have that on a cruise? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure if you you stopped off somewhere in Mexico, you could probably get some of that stuff, right? Probably. I bet you someone's gonna <laughs> cosplay it. I just know it. Yeah. <laughs> or walk around with a Frankie head. <laughs> yeah. Worf was brutal. I was like, he's a little Frankie, man. <laughs> so she wakes up and uh, she's hearing uh, this familiar music, which is the music Picard listened to in First Contact, which was, I, I thought was a pretty, pretty neat uh, callback. Yeah. Nice when Riker story. walks in on him. So he's he's practicing with uh, I guess was that a it wasn't a batleth right it was just some kind of Klingon sword. It is another oh, sword. It, it has a name. What's his name, Bill? I don't know. It's let me go Google it. Let me go Google it. Frida. <laughs> it's called Frida. Frida. <laughs> yeah, Worf names all his his uh, his knives and stuff. 
So she tries to sneak up on him, and uh, he throws the knife down at her toes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Debbie's a kid that- attacked. <laughs> that's my cat Chewy who I don't know what her deal is but the last couple of shows I've been on she has decided to uh, jump up on my shoulder and try and be a parrot but her claws hurt <laughs> I just saw something attack you I'm like oh crap <laughs> no it's Chewy little Chewbacca oh I found it it's a new Klingon sword which is called the Curleth K-U-R Apostrophe L E T H. And is there a okay. purpose for that? Killing people, chopping off yeah. Ferengi heads. Mm-hmm. Now he's That's dancing with it. <laughs> he's kind of doing the uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Wax on, <laughs> wax off thing. Yeah. He's looking really good. I mean, oh my gosh, Worf looks so thin now. Yeah, Worf, Worf is buff. Yeah. I hope he gets a show out of this. I would love to see a Wharf show. You know, there was rumors a few years back that he was going to have his own show. And of course, you know, that never turned out to be anything. Which I heard that uh, the Wharf character, as we see right now, was the Wharf character he wanted in his show. A, a, really? a, a calmer, more... Uh, a calmer Klingon. So he's more of a pacifist now. Yeah. So they now integrated a lot of his ideas guy. from his from that idea of the wharf captain into this character here in Picard. That's, so that's what I've heard. Well, I so, heard also that he was talking about his makeup being a pain in the butt. So I wondered over the years did that get taken care of? Or it's a little more easier to apply. Well, imagine imagine being a, a Klingon from Discovery, where <laughs> oh my gosh, you have, I mean, your whole face is covered in makeup, and you got rings all over the place. Yeah, let's yeah. not say we did. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we have one more season, and that's over. Yeah, I know the cosplay community is talking about Worf and his ears. They're saying, "Is this the first time we've seen Worf's ears?" Really? Really? Yeah. That that's the conversation. Huh. I oh, I can't watch the show it. now. I cannot How watch this. If I see Wolf's ears, <laughs> I am not watch I'm not watching Don't it anymore. Humanity. Yes. Ears. <laughs> that's why he's got so long I don't, hair now. I I don't know if I if I was able to rapid fire my screen caps quick enough, but Wharf has the longest title, I think, out of out of anybody in the history of television, because he is Worf, son of Moog, House of Martok, son of Sergei, House of Roshenko, Bane to the Duras family. Slayer of Galron, an all-around nice guy working on myself. How cool! So that's so cool. That was pretty funny. So I mean, that was like three pages in the script, right there. (laughs) I love it. That is so cool. 
So he's actually not working for Starfleet. He's actually a subcontractor. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Klingon for hire. Klingon that, for hire. Yeah, he's in the in the Wan ads right next to uh, uh, Rock Jim Rockford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now I got the theme going. If I have Worf going up. <laughs> He lives on the beach in an RV. Yeah, very, 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 very comfortable. You see him dancing on the beach with his not with a sword. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know it, it ends with like his communicator chirping, and it says something like, uh, "Warp, this is uh, this is Betty down at the bank. Uh, the last three checks cleared." Uh, what do you want us to do with them? Should I send it back or just put them in the drawer with the rest? So, <laughs> and he tells uh, he tells her that she's got a heart of a warrior. And then there's a great line, uh, a great line coming up. And i I wish I had I wish I had gotten the the. Uh, the the clip from the internet today i didn't have time to but he tells her we're partners and i immediately whenever i hear that i immediately flash back to to uh the road warrior <laughs> do you remember wow. that part in the road warrior was it which where one? he the first the road warrior the the uh, the the Mad Max. Second second Mad, movie. Okay. Mad Max 2. Mad Max. The Road Warrior. Okay. Where he he drops the guy off at and drives away in the in the in the tanker and the guy's with the trying to get his his handcuffs and he's like, We're partners. Partners. <laughs> so we cut back to the Titan. Oh man. And uh Picard is like uh so we're just going on defense? What is that? Because Riker wants to just fly around and uh, try and last as long as possible. Which is so un-Picard, right? I, I've never seen Picard immediately go to the offensive. He's got to negotiate. Right. He's got to do all these other stuff. But he attack is never his first instinct. I'm like, wow. Well, I think well, wait, wait he's, I, he's not in I think control of that ship. That's the reason why it's not on him. <laughs> well, I think I think that goes back to the conversation that he had with with Riker in the bar, where Riker says, "You will burn the world to protect your child," and this yeah. is what he needs to do now: is he needs to get Jack safely. Uh, you, you know, away. He, that's yeah. all he cares about is getting everybody on that ship out of danger. And the only way he knows how, I guess, is to uh, to fight. <laughs> so Riker says, uh, "This isn't the Enterprise." 
which I guess could probably, do you think the Enterprise could take a beating from the Shrike? It's a Galaxy class ship. What ship class is this one? I think it's a, I think it's, is it a yeah, Constitution a class? Because it has that, it has that Constitution shape. See, Galaxy class is supposed to be bigger, right? Much bigger. And that's what called the Luna class. Was. The Luna so class? it's a Luna class science destroyer uh, and variant. Oh, for Titan? For Titan. Okay. Titan. There we go. So it's definitely not a uh, the Enterprise. Yep. So then we go down to sick bay, and there's uh, there's my boy on <laughs> on the table bleeding out, bleeding. or bleeding bleeding in, I guess. Yep, bleeding internally. So, and then once again, the trill is being a pain in the ass. And I would have just shoved her out of the way if I was Beverly. Just get out of here. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, that doctor was rude from the very beginning. Right. You have time yeah. to teach you 20 years worth of yeah. technology. <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> See, it's, it's I, like if Nurse Chapel would turn on bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't last very long. I don't think bones would put up with that. So Shaw, Shaw on his uh, is rolled over on his side and his uh, he uh, he sees Jack and he's like, "How does she keep finding us?" And then uh, they look down and there you have it, blood trail. Jack figures it out. He figures it out. <laughs> and then once again they're reading electrical and uh, biological signatures from inside the cloud that they're in. And uh, we just don't know what that is yet. Do you think, do you think Debbie, this is some kind of life form? I mean, I have my theories, but you know, so far that hasn't <laughs> turned out. But uh, you know, have we talked about who who the bad is now? No, it, that that well, we've we've kind of yeah, kind of talked about it by the camera angle because uh, you know what we had uh, you looked at it, and you know when when a guy's looking at the camera like this. You know, you kind of know that he's the bad guy. And you got like two or three seconds of screen time, like, oh, he's somebody. <laughs> but you don't know what he is yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know if it has anything to do with them. Possibly. So... You can't go straight through this thing because the gravity on the inside is heavy. So it'll probably crush crush them. Was that the gravity well scene? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
So they're going to try and make a run for the uh, run for the for the for the door and uh, get out of that and then go to warp. Oh, you know that last scene? I'm like, in, in the original series, the security guard would be inside the bridge. Here, you see the security <laughs> guard outside the bridge. Yeah. I thought about that, too. I was like, okay. That's this different. makes more sense. Don't let anybody yeah. <laughs> in so you stand on the outside. If you stand on the inside, oh, the door opens and there's the bad guy. And uh, yeah, there could be a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah. Well, that's why they're getting clobbered. <laughs> so they're running for the door and they're going to set course for the nearest star base. And she's like, ready the device. <laughs> Do it like Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> So they fire the weapon and they're 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 making a right hand turn and they shoot the uh they shoot the weapon and it opens up and poof they're back to where they started from which I thought was pretty neat. What you call it? A I was thinking about I was thinking about Debbie when we were talking about the poro from the first uh, episode like where does it go I wonder if that was the same thing it goes wherever wherever they tell it to go <clears throat> yeah I don't know if they can so it, like set up coordinates for where you enter and where you end up I don't know um, I don't know how that would work but yeah I don't think I don't think it's it's like the uh, a, a Doctor Strange tunnel I think it's I think it's more like you have to be able to see where you want the receiver to go. You know, you you just Kinda can't like a, you know what happens you if you materialize in the right? middle of a sun. You know, every time like I a, see that happen, it's like something from the X-Men. It was one of the X-Men had that power where they would open up a portal and another portal opens up. Who was that? Was that uh, that was the that was the girl, right? The girl, yeah. The blue chick. No. Uh, what's her name? Uh, the one that can uh, run through was walls. That who? Storm, or no, not Storm. I was thinking um, about that. That's her name. That's her name. I could. I just remember her being blue. But uh, no, this is this is kind of like uh, the who was the blue guy from the circus? You know, they said, "Why don't you just, why don't you just pop in there and grab him and pop out?" And he's like, "Well, I I need to be able to see where I'm." Popping in and out of, basically. So I oh, think that kind of works. The guy with the tail, yeah. <laughs> so we go back down to the disco planet, where it's like 
Blade Runner and loud music all the time. It's like I couldn't live there because it's just like so loud that it's all you hear is. <laughs> Hey, that's nightlife, that's, uh, right? wrong. Nightlife. Yeah, it's the nightlife. The <laughs> <laughs> now I got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> Thanks, Donna Summer. <laughs> so, apparently, this is not uh, a warrior's outfit. This is this is what you wear on a Friday night on M Talus <laughs> to uh, to go hang out at the local clubs if you're a Klingon. Or to lounge around on your couch. Well. Yeah, this is this is his Netflix and chill outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so they're looking for this guy, and uh, I forget what his name was. To not T'Challa. Titus. Titus. Talus. <laughs> Starts with a T. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, because uh, she makes a joke that uh, is that uh, is that the outfit you wear to beheadings every Tuesday? And he's like, no, this is casual. And then he, after they chase down the guy and grab him, he's like, beheadings are on Wednesdays. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> So we go back to uh, back to space, and then we have the uh, Shrike is is keeping up, pushing them deeper and deeper, and uh, Jack goes in and uh, he goes to hang out with. Uh, seven of nine and find out, you know, he's figured out how they're following. And they, he tells her about the, uh, what was the, what was the name of the group that she was with? The Finnis Rangers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and something called the, you know, blood in the water theory. So they're they're leaking uh, Viterium, which is another new thing that I've never heard of in Star Trek. And apparently, it insulates the warp coils. And, and it's poisonous. Uh, men yeah, it's poisonous. <laughs> and the mentalist is like, "Yes, yes, that's it." So they have a leak, and there's a saboteur on board. So they run down and uh, pick up their N97s and uh, go into uh, they go into the into the warp core. I guess is this uh, like I guess that would be the warp core if it's maybe a warp core control center. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but you missed the scene where he knocks out that guard. Like he was a really good right hook. <laughs> uh, it was a left hook. I was like, yeah. Let's yeah, fight. <laughs> that's, that's one one punch Jack. They call him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Jack and 
and Bane here are uh, discovered that uh, you uh, that the whole the whole room is full of this stuff, and uh, the computer has been shut off, and they can't they can't uh, detect the leak. So they figured out it's a, a phaser blast from close range, and the gas is uh, is escaping. So they shut it off, and uh, she goes in. She goes in deeper to check. Now I don't know why did he stay behind. She went in deeper to go check uh, for more leaks, but he was just hanging out in he that room, follow, right? Yeah. yeah. He didn't follow. He's oh, he's did she say? Did she say stay here? I'll go check the, yeah. the other room. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, they phone. They phone. Uh, phone a friend, and Picard picks up, and she. They uh, they tell her there's a leak, and we're 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 leaking vertilium or viridium or some V word, and uh, they've shut it off and cleared it out and now this leak gives them an advantage uh in order to uh get a step ahead of the shrike and then we get once again the i'm the bad guy camera angle <laughs> with the with the look and jack punches him with a right hook and uh, he just turns to Jello and shakes it off, and then as soon as that happens, you're like, "Okay, I know who these guys are." <laughs> I was like, "Going what?" The whole the whole theater <laughs> watching this was like, "Oh my god!" They yeah, did they, did, the 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 ship, thought, did the ship freak out when they saw that? The audience was freaking out when they when they saw that punch. <laughs> See, I thought he was a changeling at first. He is a changeling. He is a changeling. Uh, okay. But he changes to something I've never seen, though. Like, i never seen him go that way. He seems what, to have like more a, veins or something. Going. Yeah. Because I was remember, was it Deep Space Nine that had a changeling on yeah, board? Yeah, that was Odo. Odo, yeah. Yeah. The guy was on Benson. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, so you had you have the changeling on. Uh, actually, all of them, right? From Deep Space Nine, they were kind of like uh, skin-colored hockey masks. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now, whereas now they're actual people. You can actually. Well, evidently they've evolved, or they've. <laughs> Is this a a different faction? Well, that's what they're good Worf guys says. and bad guys. That's what Worf says. Because oh, he also says that he got a, a message from someone he trusts. An honorable man. And <laughs> you think he's, he's talking about. Think he's talking Odo? Mm -hmm. No. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? You have some Deep Space Nine people in Picard? That'd be kind of cool. True. So Rafi thinks this guy's going through withdrawal, and he actually is kind of. But uh, 
There's a cool line Worf has where he says, uh, now I didn't get this. What is what is he seeing? That's a change with the veins. Right? No, this is this is uh this is Jack. Yeah, this looking is Jack up at, while he's at seven. Yeah, but isn't that changeling turned to seven, maybe? That's what I thought. It's like isn't this, this is seven, right? Yeah. But that's a different seven. If you look at closely, it's like a different version of her. Hmm. That's why I thought it was a changeling, especially because the veins in the background. He's like creating something in his mind or something. I don't know. So do you think do you think if 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 this seven is because he didn't die, right? Not yet. No. Did he no, not did yet. he run out? Did he run out of the of the uh he takes them to uh, sickbay. Yeah, this, this but do you person think, who I think takes them to sickbay. But is this is this seven or is this a changeling version of seven, like Jeff says? I don't know because I really didn't pay attention to the clothing. <laughs> I just assumed he was hallucinating or something. That was my take on it. Oh, for the gas. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that's seven or the changeling taking him to uh, sick bay. But if it was but a changeling, a... why wouldn't she just let him die? Well, I guess they need him alive for some bizarre reason. Which well, remember he had to be right. to somebody because because he yeah. Then uh, the second episode or the first episode, we were like, we know they want you alive. Yeah. Yep. So is this? Is this a ploy to, you know, is this is this a, a changeling that's taking him to sick bay? She calls Picard, and now Picard yeah. is kind of come down, and they're going to get both of them together. Hmm. That's what I was thinking. And then, and then later on, you find out that Seven is still in the warp core, and because of the leak, she couldn't get a signal out. Or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Episode four. Or are we just thinking too deep into this? <laughs> I don't know, Debbie, what your notes have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have any theories like that. I just assumed he was a uh, hallucinating and that's the real seven and... But why yeah. would they put the veins, you know, the the roots? That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. that's a dead know. Giveaway. We'll find out next week, people. Yeah. <laughs> next on Who's Your Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> so Jack is dying. Picard's on his way down. Oh, and this and, is Picard's uh, 17 seconds. This is his 17 he, seconds. He makes yep. it in 16 seconds, so... <laughs> This guy out through Riker. <laughs> so you kind of you kind of know that he's not going to die. Third episode in. Nah. I don't know. That so let me cut back. <laughs> that was kind of cool technology. She just put like a little thing on his chest and it's just defibrillated from. Uh, and she was like 
quarters. Moving up and down, right? Yeah. Like, I can see that happening in real life, like a iPhone. All of a sudden, you're like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> do we? Do we? Technology's come a long way. <laughs> so uh, Rafi is uh, questioning this guy, and she thinks it's uh, withdrawal. And uh, she's like, who are you working for? It's not the Romulans. Who did you get this weapon for? And uh, he's like, there are many enemies of the Federation. And she looks at Worf and they're like, wait a second. Did they steal something else? Was this a ruse so they could go steal something else? And uh, what else? Now, could this be the thing that's in there in the back that has the power surge, or is that is that the uh, circle weapon? I thought the, thing in the back of the ship was causing they that. They knew exactly circle. where they hit us. I'm sorry, so, about what? Is this the scene where, where uh, Worf goes, they knew exactly where to hit us? Because when I heard that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they apparently Rafi thinks they've also taken something else from Daystrom Institute. And and this, this trans-warp circle Doctor Strange thing was was just a, a a mislead for what they really wanted. And you know what? For, for the amount of time that this show has been on, it's only been three episodes. And we're I only know, three right? hours. It's, we've, we're, we're only three hours in, and so much has happened in those three episodes that you're, you kind of expect... Okay, how are they going to wrap this up? But we have seven more to go. It's like, what else can they throw at us? That's there's only ten episodes. Yeah, I thought it was like thirteen. I think there's ten. I thought it was ten, yeah. but I could be wrong. I thought there was thirteen for some reason. I don't know. So Worf looks at the guy and he's like, tell me, how long have you been away from the Great Link? And what, what did you guys think when you heard that line? Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. The Dominion. I was thinking oh, his well, name was uh, Titus Ricca. Yes. That's the Changeling's name. That's, yeah. Mm -hmm. no. That's but, name. I mean, you know, you know the, the Link... The Great Link was from Deep Space Nine, but what I mean was it was it another one of those I call them oh wow moments, where you see something and you're just like oh wow, because yeah. that's that's what I got. I I you know it's to me this was one of the oh wow moments. People were yelling then, out in the boat like shapeshifter, Dominion Wars. They're going crazy <laughs> with that, right? <laughs> And then they mention those two. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, did you so notice Picard... when uh, when uh, Worf killed the changeling? He was using uh, a Picard era phaser. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, it's a TNG phaser. <laughs> I saw that. I, was, I thought it was, but I wasn't 100. So they're they're going to they need to protect the ship, and. Uh... I don't know. Riker like takes this as a slap in the face. Oh yeah. And he tells. Is this where he he tells? Uh, he tells him to to shit down, uh, sit down, and be quiet. Just sit over there. Get in the corner. So he puts baby, well, puts in, the baby corner, in the corner, <laughs> and uh, and tells him, "I'm the captain of the ship." And then, meanwhile, this guy is is going into full meltdown, literally. <laughs> so he needs to get back into liquid form and and join the uh, the link. And uh, you know he's he's spouting a lot of hate, too much hate. So she grabs him by the face, which after a second or two he doesn't have anymore. And uh, he just he just turns into a puddle of goo. And there's uh, your bucket. He goes and uh, and. And melts the dude, disintegrates him, turns him into. Uh... Yeah, see, that's a Picard era uh, from Nemesis Phaser. Yeah, is, is that a Nemesis Phaser or is that a? Because I I have I one. Think that, Nemesis. I think it's a, a next gen. It's a next gen, but I think that was specifically in uh, Nemesis. I was like, oh, oh yeah, was the it? other one's more yeah. rectangle, right? Yeah, a little more rectangle. This one, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is Nemesis. So he's melted, and uh, Jack is Jack is back, and uh, oh, Jay Nicholas Ramos, we have a new subscriber. Welcome to the program. Glad you're here. <laughs> So he says his face moved. And then everybody goes, "Uh oh, we know what that we know what that means." <laughs> and uh so now they they let it leak that this dude is a changeling. Now is this the look of guilt or is this the look of I got to go find that guy? Oh, good one. What do you think? Do you think this is the changeling and he grabbed? You know, so I, I see that theory because she has that same kind of bland expression like the yeah. uh, the bad guy. The, the, the side eye. Yeah. She's given the side eye like he did. Yeah. Like, so I found I, out. You know, after after my fails at the last two episodes of of uh, theories, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna 
say that I'm just going to say, okay, I don't know if this is actually the changeling or if this is actually seven, but I think it would be pretty cool if this was the changeling and he's, he's cool. he needed cause he, they need Jack alive. So what better way to keep Jack alive than to take him to sick bay and keep an eye on him. Yeah. And keep an eye and keep an eye on him. Yeah. I like that theory. That's a good one. Oh, but then he's here, right? Setting off the bomb. So there goes that theory. One frame later, there goes that theory. Because that's him right there. Never mind. That was the quickest theory shot down ever. <laughs> you never know in Star Trek, man. It lasted 15, 15 seconds. So he sets up this bomb in, uh, I don't know, the, I don't know, this looks like air conditioning. <laughs> That's kind of inside. Uh, it's what? I said it looks like some kind of conduits of some sort. Yeah. That's, uh, and it looks like it's surrounded by safety deposit boxes. So Worf is like, you know, we can't really say that it's the changelings because if it does, then we could uh, be back to the Dominion War. And that would be reigniting it, which would not be a good thing. But uh, there might be another attack somewhere. And then it's uh, some something with the real weapon that they stole from Daystrom. And uh, Worf is like, it may be our only hope for answers. We got to get over there. And this is where he says, you and I, Rafaela, are now partners. <laughs> so they're partners. We go back to space. Things are blowing up all over the place. And uh, they had an explosion that uh, that bomb went off. Right after seven says we have a changeling on board. And I guess that was a, a power conduit. Very good, Deb. Some sort of Yay, conduit. I got something right. You, you got it right. <laughs> Hold on. This is uh this is for you. Appreciate it. So we're we're one for seven this uh actually designation. One of seven. <laughs> one of seven. So Picard's like, we gotta turn the ship around and we need to fight. And uh And it goes black. <laughs> Trying to download. Uh-oh. <laughs> and they find out that she's already turned around, headed straight for them. But they're actually snuck up behind, right? They snuck up behind her. 
and they just fire missile, 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 torpedoes away. And if you didn't see this coming, yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is like this is like the old Roadrunner thing, right? Where <laughs> Bugs Bunny takes the, the you know, the, the Roadrunner. Yeah, the, the the coyote drops down yeah. the uh, the the anvil, and Bugs Bunny takes a manhole and throws it over there, and then the the anvil comes down and hits the hits the coyote. So don't forget the sign. He opens Yikes. up. A... <laughs> yeah, he's just holding up. So then it it uh, it shoots up, and then pops up behind them. And uh, she's got three coming up their rear, and uh, takes out the uh, takes out the Titan. Everybody's shaking, and Picard uh, gets. I mean, he's just thrown off the bridge, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Riker just. Riker just and I've never seen Riker talk to Picard this way at all, which is a yeah. cool kind of it's a it's a pretty neat little uh, change in in uh, in Riker, which which makes me want to see what Riker uh, like the years before this, you know, after Next Gen and before this, I would like to see his journey. To, to what made him this type of captain because you know he really wasn't like this when he was a first officer right he was right. kind of like the ladies man and stepping over the chairs and sitting down and and uh, when he grew the beard he got a swagger on man <laughs> well the beard the beard came in in what season two right two because because everybody you know they were like yeah, you know he's too much like Kirk so they gave him a beard he got a little more swagger he got the beard and a little more attitude I thought see beards and, and uh, are cool again yeah, there we go <laughs> <laughs> and he's like remove yourself from the bridge you've just got us all killed and then uh, that's it. He walks he goes, off. Yeah, taking my ball and going home. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're just falling now deeper and deeper and deeper into the gravity well. And thank you, CBS. <laughs> <laughs> And that's so it. much drama. So much drama in number four. This was oh, a good you one. Four? Oh no, no. This is four, isn't it? This is no, three. No, this is three. three. Okay. So, so you've seen four, haven't you? No, no, I haven't. No, you've seen four, haven't you? I have not. And and man, you're you know, holding out. <laughs> I mean, it's like what I said was this for for three episodes, there is so much in here. That makes it feel like okay. I'm on. I'm on episode fifteen of twenty six. You know, it's like 
how much can you can you put into into one episode? This was fifty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, fifty five minutes. Like that's it. twice. That's twice what the Mandalorian was this week. <laughs> well, the Mandalorian was like thirty five minutes. I got like, what? It went by too with quick. with with all the credits. <laughs> And the and the and the languages and and this was fifty five minutes long, twice Mandalorian, yeah. and it's just it's just so full and I imagine what they could have done if this guy was in charge of season one and two. Yeah, Paramount's <laughs> you know, probably like. Well, I have to watch having... it twice because. There's so much going on, you know? Yeah, I was right. Out. I was feel like, like Lower on, Decks. Have, have you guys seen Lower Decks? No. I watched oh one my episode. Gosh. There I just are get into it. so many Easter eggs in one Lower Decks episode, <laughs> and they have kept doing that for all the Lower Decks. I got to catch up on it on the cruise because they had the channels to keep going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, he must have written the same stuff for Picard. So many Easter eggs, just like Lower Decks. You got to catch it's, one. Yeah, episode. it's just, it's just amazing how much detail and 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 story are. Everybody has an arc in this. It's not like uh, I heard. I heard somebody saying something about the, like the, I think it was the first season of Discovery where uh, there's when you find out one of the guys is from the mirror universe, he's got to take these drops because his eyes, you know, there's something Loris? about this. Yeah. What was that? Loris. Jason. Is that, is that yeah. something happens where you, your eyes dry out oh, or something? Captain you have to take Lorca. these drops. Lorca. Lorca. Yeah. Captain Lorca, who was, uh, Oh, the guy from Harry Potter. Malfoy, or yeah, Malfoy. Yeah, Malfoy. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. But, but then when, uh, who's the, uh, who's the, who was the chick on the, the first captain that died, that was on the planet, the Asian. Oh, uh, Michelle Yeoh. Captain Giorgio, Michelle. Right, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, but when. Her uh, mirror universe character was here. She didn't have to do the drops, so it's like they forgot what they had set up, you know, because it was something that you couldn't you couldn't really keep doing because if you show her doing the drops, that gives away, you know, what from. it is the yeah. where she's from. Yeah, and you and uh, you know. I guess you could say, well, we just never showed it. She did it, but you didn't know because she always did it, you know, when she was in the shower or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, but this show is like. Which show are you watching? I, apparently, <laughs> I haven't watched any of them until this one. Uh, I'm going to go back and try and watch Strange New Worlds again. That's, didn't, that's uh, good. I love I that didn't one. Get I didn't get past I think the third episode. I I just have an issue with the way Kretz. actors who are Vulcan or or uh 
not Vulcan per se, but they're trying to do Spock. I don't think anybody is doing, there's not one person who is doing Spock right. You didn't like the new Spock with J.J. Uh, Abrams? I thought he did pretty good. No. No, because... Larry Nimoy said if, he was really good. Oh, Ethan Peck. Yeah. If you, if, you watch, if you watch Spock from the, from the movies and from the TV show, he's more conversational. He is not a monotone robot, which I think, Spock. Yeah, I, remember. I think that everybody else is trying to be is a monotone Vulcan. But you got to remember when you're doing Spock, you're also doing half human. Yeah. So, you know, there is more inflection in Spock's voice than, say, a normal Vulcan. Now, uh, the chick from uh, Enterprise, she was that monotone Vulcan because she was full Vulcan, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just something that I noticed. Uh, about actors. Debbie's <laughs> getting attacked. <laughs> she's trying to jump on my shoulder again. <laughs> but she slid on the paper and knocked everything off. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's do uh, a quick round uh out of ten. Jeff, what do you give this uh this episode out of ten? 30. 30. <laughs> okay. Next. Bill, what, what what do you what do you give this episode out of 10? 10 plus. Oh boy. <laughs> Can you guys follow instructions? No, we're not supposed to. <laughs> Deb, I'm, what do you I give mean, this Kirk episode? Did, Kirk didn't follow instructions at all when he was doing the uh Kobayashi Maru. So why should we? <laughs> Uh, well, you need to be eating an apple if you're going to do that. Yes. <laughs> I give it an, a nine just because I'm so confused as to what the hell's going on. And I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> That's. <laughs> well, we had, it, we had it figured out for about 10, 15 seconds there. But now, uh, now, we, now we lost all that. So there are, you, there, are people out there, there are people out there that are smarter than us, apparently. <laughs> So, we, we rate it, John, out of your ten. Uh, I'm, I'd, I'd give this. I'd give this a seven. So this is a good seven, seven or eight out of ten. Yeah, it's a, it's hmm. a decent episode. Very good. Very actiony. I'm curious to see how. So far, I mean, the the series is is uh, is a is an eight. It's an eight out of ten. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so now, many Bill, other characters that. That haven't come on board from the initial trailer yet, mm-hmm. and that's and yeah. that's yeah, that's what I mean. We're you know we still have there's seven original crew members, right? And right. we've only ha- and we only have three of them, four, four. Who do you think so is the we last have... one's going to show up? Who do you think of all the next generation? Who's the last one to show up? Well, we know we've seen in the trailer. Jordy LaForge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw Brent Spiner as Lore, I think, in mm-hmm. the trailer. Lore or before. Or before. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Before. And Moriarty. 
वो यार यार with the changelings or the hell's going on i know the world is so changed <laughs> yeah it's uh it's this this is so you know uh just jam packed with it's just i just find it amazing how much how much stuff they have in here and it's very very enjoyable uh i'm kind of glad they're not doing the binge model for this one usually usually i can if if it you know if they do the binge model then i'll be like okay i can watch all this over a weekend oh, i do remember one tidbit a uh, spoiler that in, in one of the panels todd hold on hold on hold on Spoiler okay. <laughs> so Todd Stanwich and uh, Marina Sirtis ban were bantering together, say, "Oh, we have an awesome scene coming up." Uh, oh my God, the two of them are going to have a scene. Really? Who was it? Todd. So Todd is Captain Shaw. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then, uh, and then Marina Sirtis, she only came in on that little video clip in, in the beginning with the whiskey. But they were on stage yeah. just chatting and like, have we worked together yet? And he goes, yeah, we have that scene coming. <laughs> oh, Episode <my>. four. <laughs> oh, and she was very adamant that, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I am taking care of the kids. Why can't I be the one running the ship? <laughs> she was kind of nasty. Yeah. And, you know, I, don't, I can't tell yet. I can't tell if it was a joke, if she was just joking, or if she was just, uh, or if she was like really annoyed because it sounds like they're having issues. Marital issues. Yeah. I think they have at home. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I guess we'll see where this and goes. She needs whiskey. So, this, uh, this might, uh, you know, uh, transfer over to a lawyer show <laughs> after the season where. Uh, Deanna and and Riker are getting a divorce, and they have to split up uh, ownership of the uh, of the kids. And so, and what do you think happened to, to Shatner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, <laughs> you have you have Bill come in, and he's uh, so. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks for watching. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks, you guys, for joining. Thanks, Jeff, uh, Bill, and Debbie. Thanks for coming in, spending some time with us again. We will see you uh, hopefully next week. Uh, actually, I, uh, I'm going to have to. Bill? Yeah. I'm going. I'm. I'm going to have to take next week off. So, Jeff, the the show is up to you. Because uh, my grandson is coming to town and. We rented a cabin where there's absolutely no service. So I will not be here next week. So John? Jeff's gonna Jeff's gonna uh, go out in the backyard and send up smoke signals <laughs> and you'll have to watch the show that way. Oh, you gotta say number one, you're in charge. Number Take one, you have the bridge. You have Don't the bridge. Don't call me number one. <laughs>
All right, number two. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we <laughs> might. Have, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who you work for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Uh, we uh, we appreciate your uh, your time and uh, your subscription to the channel. Uh, we hit. 1500 today and then that last one that just Woo-hoo. probably 1501 right now so hopefully within the next two hope maybe i by next friday we'll have 1701 uh subscribers which would be really cool i'm gonna snap a picture of that and post it if it ever gets that that high but uh within the last week i think we've gained 200 200 subscribers so we really appreciate uh, every moment you give us, uh, and uh, we will see you next time. Jeff, what do you got coming up on the Collector Zone? Oh, so my uh, image for my Ultimate Video Game is finally done. I'll be shooting a video this weekend, and I'll put it on the channel next week. I'm really happy with it. It came out really good. Deb, how would the, uh, the uh, Star Wars show go last night? <laughs> Um, really well. Of course, we had to talk about two shows. We had to talk about Bad Batch and then Mandalorian. But both episodes were really good. I mean, Bad Batch can be 50-50. You just, you know, toss a coin and hope for the best. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this week, uh, or yeah, this week, uh, both Mando and Bad Batch were pretty good episodes. Lots of callbacks to other shows and whatnot so yeah Um, it was really good what do you have what do you have coming up monday on uh, mcu monday nothing (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um, same like last time (laughs) i texted chris and he said we weren't going to do anything monday uh so yeah it's just uh depending on what they talk about on really good podcasts on wednesday i might be on there depending on what they talk about, but definitely it'll be on uh, Cantina Happy Hour on Thursday. So, All right. We'll, we'll check you out then. Bill, what do you got coming up uh, other than uh, taking all your pictures from <laughs> the cruise and, and filling the internet? Cause I think, yeah. I think the internet is going to get filled no more space. You're, the internet is out of space. When it's uh, gonna blow up, I'm gonna send yeah. you all the the videos I, and podcasts that I did, and uh, you can do whatever you want with it. Okay, cool. I was I was gonna just gonna ask you if I could put them up on the uh, on the channel so people can see them. And uh, yeah, I appreciate I that. Ed- we'll I did edit it, so it'll be up to you to edit <laughs> whatever you want to do. Okay, well, that's what I do on lunch. We, we have like a Frankie in the headlock or something. I went to the Star Trek Picard Museum and and took photos oh. of everything, a video of everything that was in Star Trek Picard in the museum. Nice. Very that cool. That was a fun one. You got anything uh you got anything coming up? Oh, you're taking an acting break, right? Taking a little break, but I think three awards just came in for my movie Alien Danger with Raven and Van Slender, so I'm gonna go open up the boxes. Oh I saw that. Very cool. Yeah. Record record that man. and uh do a do a uh, do an unboxing video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and record it and send it to me and we'll do an unboxing video for you. Sounds good. And if you have uh 
Do you have a do you have a professional Facebook page or just your personal? Just the personal yet. I'm working. All right. It's too much well, we, stuff to do. Right. All right. We won't give that away then. <laughs> anything uh, anything Bill wants to show you guys out there in uh, YouTube land, uh, he'll send to me and we'll upload it and then we'll get him a professional page. Yeah, I think next time I'll shoot, I'll uh, videotape from my Star Trek room. Have I done that with you guys yet? No. Yeah, I have a Star Trek room. I think I think the first time we talked to you, okay. when we talked, that was uh, that was from the Trek that. room. Yeah. So, my all right. Well, thanks, we guys. We appreciate it. We will see you uh, next week. Jeff will be uh, uh, lost in space and figuring out why he can't do certain things. It's going to be a crash course in training on uh, Streaming 101. And uh, until then, thank you very much. Have a great night and live long and prosper. And Jeff, we will see you on the next one. Players. <laughs>